This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Tuesday. Tuesday, because I missed yesterday. I might have fell asleep. That happens sometimes, especially where it gets dark so early. Just kind of fall asleep. Can't help it. Also, I've not been not been sleeping well since uh, since uh, I've been awfully sick. Welcome. I tried to smoke this this bong. I just put a little more in it just now. I've been trying to smoke the same bong for like two days straight, and not made any progress on it. Thing. Oh no, there's a cat over there. I don't know what he's doing. What are we talking about tonight? I'm definitely talking about the story that Warlord sent me about the attempted assassination of the Queen. Maybe I was conceived with a weak sperm. Who knows? We're going to get the details on that. Apparently, that is crazy. We've got body cam footage from the LAPD who killed a 14-year-old little girl the other day. They opened fire on an unarmed suspect. And they killed a 14-year-old little girl. We have the body cam footage of that now. And of course, the as I say all the time when we're, we're dealing with these, these cop body cam footage stories, the cops apparently feel that the body cam footage exonerates them, or we would not be seeing it right now. They would have fought tooth and nail to not release it. Well, you're going to have to watch it again, Warlord, because we're going to watch it here tonight. The whole damn thing, like, uh, the body cam footage is about 10, 15 minutes, I think, but like, this is like a 30-minute video. They've got the 911 calls. they got the cops, you know, telling their side of the story. Yeah, I there had been rumors that the queen might already be dead, but apparently she's not. Yeah, but somebody tried to help her along with that. I I don't know if it's graphic or not. Uh, I mean, content warning. As I, I mean, they fired through a a wall, so I mean, I don't I don't think we're going to see the child die. We're going to see exactly what happened and what led up to it. NASA, NASA. May be ready to tell us about aliens. Apparently, Dan Bongino ended the career of a liberal live on air. I can't wait to watch that video. (laughs) Joe Rogan drops a truth bomb on January the 6th. Madison Cawthorn caught up in a scandal where apparently he has admitted he got duped into a fake CrossFit competition. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll see what Rogan has to say. The truth bomb thing is is the right wing. Where did it come from? Where did it come from? I think it's Charlie Kirk. It came from Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk is the one saying Joe Rogan is dropping a truth bomb. I, I doubt, doubt, doubt. 
I should have took screenshots of the dude that I was trolling last night that looked like James Ellsworth from the WWE. I wish I had, guys. You would have you would have cracked up over over the shit. He had this thing about how nobody uses logic, and I went to like laugh at him on his page, and then he's like he asked me this stupid-ass question about, like, why did Democratic policies result in black people having, like, high rates of poverty, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude, that's a loaded question. It's literally a logical fallacy that you are putting under this fucking status where you say people don't use logic anymore. What a fucking idiot. You know what he did? He blocked me. Actually, I had a... Oh, man, and, like, I, I can't use Facebook Messenger right now. <laughs> um, I think it might have something to do with this guy. He hopped in my inbox. I was, uh, there was this Christian rapper that came on the, came in here into the Troll Patrol and paid me to watch his video. God, this has been 14, 15 months ago now. It was, it was back in, like, late summer, early fall last year. Didn't have that many viewers of the Troll Patrol at the time. So, like, I've been trolling this dude ever since he paid me to watch his video, like, calling him a fake Christian and shit. So, this was one of his fans got in my inbox. I'm not going to repeat some of the language he uses here, but apparently he, he used uh, gay slurs. I told him maybe he should try it if this is the only female he can attract. Blocked! He had posted, uh, he had posted this picture about this is what kids would look like to, uh, born to parents that had been vaccinated. And I'm like, dude, that's what your kid would look like anyway. What the fuck are you talking about? You're, you're one to shame somebody for their looks. Oh God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this woman right here. This is, this is the dude that I was trolling last night. One of his one of his friends came by. I was like, "To be fair, you never answered his question. You just kept insulting him." Well, I did actually answer his question. This was my answer to Isaac Knight was the dude's name. I don't have a picture of. Him. I wish I. Somebody said he looked like Jeff Jarrett. I'm like, no, no, no. If he looks like a professional wrestler, he looks like James Ellsworth. He did. He hopped into my inbox. I think he's uglier than she. Like, she, she's not that bad. I don't want to insult somebody for their looks, but, like, you know. It was there for the day. It was easy for me to uh, hit that one. It was, it was a softball lobbed at me. Oh, oh, New Year's coming up here. Here's a New Year's meme for you. There are literally no rules saying your New Year's resolutions can't be for evil. Remember that. Alright, we're going to start off tonight with the hard shit, so content warning, this is all fucking heavy. First off, tonight there was a... Shooting in Denver. Six people have been killed, including the gunman. 
gunman who went on a deadly uh, shooting rampage through several business districts in and around Denver was targeting at least some of his victims, authorities said on Tuesday. The suspect in Monday's shootings killed five people, including one who succumbed to her injuries on Tuesday. Gunman also died after exchanging gunfire with officers in a shopping area in the Denver suburb of Lakewood on Monday night. Police identified him Tuesday as Lyndon James McLeod. McLeod? 47 years old. Two others were wounded, including an officer, as police pursued the suspect. Shootings started shortly after 5 p.m. in central Denver along Broadway, a busy street lined with shops, bars, and restaurants where two women were killed and a man was injured. Short time later, a man was fatally shot in another location. Gunshots were also fired along another busy street near Denver Health Hospital, but nobody was injured. Later, Denver police chased the vehicle believed to have been involved in the shootings and exchanged gunfire with the person inside, but the suspect was able to get away after disabling the police car. Boy, I want to see the footage of this from the dash cam or the body cam. Just before 6 p.m., the Lakewood Police Department received a report of shots fired at a business in the city. Gunshot victim was later found and pronounced dead at the scene when officers found the car suspected of being involved in the Belmar shopping area. The suspect opened fire and the officer shot back. The suspect ran away and allegedly threatened someone in uh, business with a gun before going into a Hyatt hotel and shooting a clerk who was taken to the hospital. The hotel clerk, identified Tuesday as Sarah Steck, has since died. The suspect also shot and wounded a Lakewood police officer in the abdomen after leaving the hotel. Shot back and the suspect was killed. Wounded officer, whose name has not been released, underwent surgery on Monday night and she is expected to make a full recovery. Now we go to the death of a 14-year-old in L.A. Mom of the little girl said that she died in her arms. Once again... This one is going to be tough to read. 14-year-old was shopping for Christmas clothes last week with her mother when the parent heard screams and hid in a dressing room. The girl was fatally shot by the Los Angeles police after an officer fired a rifle at a suspect and a bullet pierced a wall. Remember, the suspect was unarmed. They opened fire on an unarmed suspect because cops are pieces of shit. Valentina or Lena or Lana or Ilana or Alta. Valentina or Lana Peralta died in her mother's arms last Thursday at a Burlington store in the San Fernando Valley's North Hollywood neighborhood. Family said the teen loved skateboarding and had dreams of becoming an engineer to build robots. After screams broke out in the store the day before Christmas Eve, the teenager locked the dressing room locked the dressing room door, sat down on a seat holding each other, praying. When something hit my daughter Valentina and threw us to the floor, my daughter died in my arms. I couldn't do anything. Yeah, remember these cops were. I don't. I don't know what the suspect was accused of. We'll find out here as we get further into this story. But nothing. Nothing. He was accused of. Justifies them opening fire recklessly where a child could be hit. 
Epstein's family stood outside Los Angeles Police Department headquarters on Tuesday next to a large photo of Orellana Perlato Pilata Pilata. Wreathed in flowers. I'm so sorry I butchered your name. First the cops butchered you and then I butchered your name. You deserved so much better. Calls for justice and memory of their daughter speaking in Spanish and choking back tears as sirens welled in the background. They said they had left Chile to get away from the violence and injustice in search of a better life in the U.S. The LAPD on Monday posted an edited video package online. Edited. Edited. Included 911 calls, radio transmission, body camera footage, and surveillance video from the Thursday shooting. Department's policy is to release video from critical incidents, such as police shootings, within 45 days. Family's attorneys, including civil rights lawyer Ben Crump, thank you, Ben, for being on the case, have sent a letter to the LAPD asking for more video. Good! Surveillance video showed the suspect attacking two women, including one who fell to the floor, before he dragged her by her feet through the store's aisles as she tried to ca- uh, crawl away. Multiple people, including store employees, called police to report a man striking customers with a bike lock. The caller told a 911 dispatcher that the man had a gun. No firearm, only the bike lock, was recovered at the scene. Early surveillance footage showed a man carrying a bicycle up, to the, up the store's escalator to the second floor, where he wandered around, seemingly disoriented, clutching a cable-style bike lock, times he stood motionless staring into the distance now we have the body cam footage here we're going to skip past the cops version of events but she was able to break free and run out of the store this is the man here he is with his bike I assume this is the escalator. Oh yeah, we're going to show every fucking second of him going up this escalator and shit, but we're not we're not going to show you the whole incident that um might find the cops to be culpable. We'll show you all this in, in graphic detail though. But we'll edit the part where, you know, there might be police misconduct. You gotta do a slow burn to get to uh, where the police misconduct might be. Really makes their dicks hard. So he's still... Just walking his bike through the mall. This appears to be a woman, maybe an employee, confronting him. He just he just dropped his bike. Another woman went went past him. What the what the fuck? Why? This is all needless. Fucking cops, man.
I, this is wild. He's just he's just hanging out right now. I don't, it, what the fuck? I'm not high enough for this shit. Uh, will there be blood? I don't know. I haven't watched this. Remember, I'll watch this shit with you guys. I come in fresh. Yeah, he's just hanging out on a balcony, just chilling. Just threw his, uh, just threw his bike down on the escalator. This, this is the... Security footage from inside of the mall. Once we get to the cop body camera, you know, we're not going to see everything. Looks like his bike lock is on the ground now. Yeah, he keeps putting he keeps putting his bike down like in people's way. And he's standing right in front of the escalator right now. Well, he's going to throw his bike over the Whoa, what? <laughs> Is he going to throw his bike at somebody? What the fuck is going on here? He could be having issues. He could be intoxicated. I mean, so far he's been pretty calm. I mean, a little erratic. The holding the bike up and almost throwing it over the balcony there. Into what looks to be the foyer of the mall. That's weird. He's doing it again. Now the you, you can see the bike lock is right there at the top of the escalator. I assume that's the lock that he used to attack people. I I haven't seen his mouth move, but it did it did seem like there was some exchange with the woman before. Uh, this looks like a mall security guard or something. Right here, why isn't he saying anything to him? Also, like okay. I don't know for sure that this is a mall security guard, but it sure as shit looks like it. So how the fuck does this dude go and drag a woman through the store when this security guard has laid eyes on him and his erratic behavior? If that is indeed a security guard, that looks to be a badge. This looks this looks to be like possibly somebody... Oh, no, no, no. I thought maybe that was a, a walkie-talkie, but that might, might just be a cell phone. Did he just hit somebody? I couldn't tell. They are reacting to him, but they're not reacting with, like, panic. Oh, he did. He liked Charlie Horster in the leg. Right in front of what I assume is a mall security guard. What the hell? 
He just goosed her like right in the leg or in the in the like the bottom of her ass or something. Have a fantastic evening, Professor. Glad you could stop by for a little bit. Well, now, now he's he's posted back up uh, on the balcony and he's put his bike up. There he goes to grab the bike lock. Knocked his bike over with the bike lock. I, this this is all kind of baffling. But still, this dude isn't the issue. No matter what this dude did, it is nothing compared to what the asshole cops did. But so many times, cops make everything worse. I don't, I still don't understand how that had to have been a, a mall security guy. And they aren't doing shit. Looks like he does not have a belt on. He is trying to hike up his pants there. See, once again, here, this guy. Oh, that, that looks to be a female, actually. Sorry for misgendering you. The it, If you're listening to the podcast, the cops have, like, everything blurry except the suspect, so it's kind of hard to see what's going on. No guns need to be involved at all. But yeah, now he's just walking around hitting shit with that bike lock. He's got more of a swagger to him now. Remember this happened on Thursday of last week? Like December 23rd, right before Christmas. We are seeing people flee now. We do not have eyes on the suspect, but we are seeing people flee from him. He is clearly causing some sort of disturbance. He's trying to break some glass with the bike lock. And you're in a department store, dude. Go get you a belt. Yes, this is this is exactly where a tackle in the taze needs to be deployed. I I would have had no problem with mall security confronting him long before this. You can't tell me. Oh, he does end up losing his pants. Okay. That makes perfect sense. It wouldn't be the first time that I've seen an interaction with law enforcement where the suspect lost their pants. It happens more often than uh, than you might imagine. 
Why don't we just go full Dexter on him and inject him in the neck with some shit? Now we see more people fleeing. We do not have eyes on him right now. I I would assume they have cameras everywhere, but apparently they only have them like at the at the top of the elevator here. I to the creators of Dexter, thank you for waiting ten years because I wouldn't have watched a a new. I mean, they couldn't have done this show back then, but like I was so disappointed in the way the show ended that I probably would have never watched it but I had enough time to get away from that ending that I have really enjoyed the new season (laughs) (coughs) yeah and the last couple of episodes have been cliffhangers they're just like that's the that's the title of this episode tones people lose their pants it happens don't worry about it my restaurant don't worry about my restaurant That's the title of this episode on the the podcast. I lose my pants quite often. Wait, what the what? I missed. I missed what happened. Now he isn't. He is indeed attacking somebody. I'm trying to pay attention to this, and I want to get high. This woman's trying to go past him. Oh wow! It looks like he grabbed her ass. And he's tackling her. What the fuck? And this poor woman coming down the escalator is like, I don't want none. Up here, the pants, the pants are down, pants on the ground, pants on the ground. Wow! His pants are around his ankle and he is still assaulting a woman. He's just taking them off. Pants are off. Pants are off. Oh my god, she's missing she's missing the She's missing him pantsless. Missing him pantsless. Oh, God damn. Oh, the shit that we watch on this show. Did he have two pairs of pants on? So the cops are saying he exits the store for approximately a minute and a half. Well, they, it looked longer than underwear. It looked like leggings or some shit, like like thermal underwear or something. But this is in L.A. Why would he have thermal underwear on? Oh, he's still pantsless. I, his pants were falling down. He decided like they were impeding his ability to be able to assault people, and he just took them on off. All right, we do have cops. Coming in with rifles drawn. Once again, content warning on this one because this is going to be hard. Cops are making their way up the escalator now. 
We've got another cop coming up the rear. I thought he was losing his pants, but it looks like he was pulling a gun. About ready to say nobody can keep their pants on in this scenario. This um this is the shooting of a 14-year-old child in LA that happened last Thursday. A yes, uh, a man with a There's there's the suspect. He is pantsless currently. We watched him take off his pants a few moments ago. He has a bike lock. Oh, he's Jesus. Now that that is deadly assault. Up until this point like he is He's been a nuisance. He assaulted people, but like that was that was deadly assault. Whacking somebody in the head with that fucking bike lock. Yeah, and you see her holding her head too. Fucking shit, dude. Yeah, this guy needed to be stopped, but there was no reason to to. just open fire in a fucking mall with civilians around. Fuck. Where are the fucking cops? They weren't that far behind him. Why did it take them that long to get there? They're just, they're kind of strolling. They stopped. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Because cops are useless. That's why. As officers arrived at the location, they were directed upstairs to the suspect and began a search. During that search, Officers located a female who was suffering from various injuries and bleeding. They encountered the suspect a short distance away, and an officer-involved shooting occurred. The suspect was struck by gunfire and taken into custody. The Los Angeles Fire Department paramedics responded. Was taken into custody? I just assumed they killed him. They didn't... And determined the suspect deceased at scene. Unbeknownst to the officers, a 14-year-old girl was in the changing room behind Wait, what? Did they take him into custody or determine he was deceased? They were directed upstairs to the suspect and began a search. During that search, officers located a female who was suffering from various injuries and bleeding. They encountered the suspect a short distance away, and an officer-involved shooting occurred. The suspect was struck by gunfire and taken into custody. The Los Angeles Fire Department paramedics responded and determined the suspect deceased at scene. Unbeknownst. So you didn't take him into custody. You terminated him on the scene. That's confusing. To the officers, a 14-year-old girl was in the changing room behind a wall that was behind the suspect and out of the officer's view. She was in the changing area with her mother when the officers encountered the suspect and the officer-involved shooting occurred. During a search for additional suspects and victims, officers found the girl and discovered she had been struck by gunfire and she was determined to cease at scene. At this preliminary phase of the investigation, 
It is believed that the victim was struck by one of the rounds fired by an officer at the suspect. Yeah, where's the body camera footage? We at the LAPD would like to express our most heartfelt condolences and profound regret for the No, they didn't need to shoot him. Valentina or They should have they should have got there a lot quicker. They should have tackled him. Describe the depth of the sorrow we feel for this tragic outcome. The suspect was later identified as Daniel Elena Lopez, a 24-year-old resident of Los Angeles. The assault victim was transported to a local hospital where she was admitted for injuries to her head and arms sustained during the suspect's attack. The officer-involved shooting was captured on officer's body-worn camera. Body-worn video cameras are used by most officers assigned to field duties. They are worn at chest level and capture a general perspective within line of sight from that angle. The angle of the camera... Renegade Cut uh, on YouTube had a fantastic video about how cops lie and about how they use body camera now uh, for to their advantage. They've learned how to manipulate body camera to their advantage. And that they're most often used to prosecute suspects and not cops for misconduct. Camera prohibits viewers from seeing everything the officers saw and experienced. Upon activation, both audio and video will turn on. However, body-worn video cameras have a buffer of video without audio from the previous two minutes prior to activation. This feature is designed to capture incidents that occur suddenly where an officer doesn't immediately activate the camera. Have a warning unit come in from the uh, east side, he's on the second floor. Hey, pop the. Yeah, Warlord was talking about the black cop taking point, so I believe we are on the body cam of the black cop. Oh yeah, let's load a rifle and go into a crowded mall. Fuck. I mean, he he is walking with more purpose than anybody else we've seen. We have a victim down. Victim down. Hey, slow down. Slow down. Let me take point with the rifle. Hey, back up. Get out. He's got two. You got it. You got it. Okay. He's hitting on the right hand side. Hey, she's bleeding. She's bleeding. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I got it. Shot fire. Shot fire. Thank you, Warlord, for the heads up. I know you're trying to protect me from graphic video. I don't think that was... Too awfully bad. There was no reason for that. That many cops, one person, unarmed, fuck them.
That was... It was insane. I, I have no respect for cops whatsoever. Sorry if that offends anybody. Almost almost certainly it was somebody that was dealing with issues, whether it be drugs, whether it be mental illness, both. It doesn't excuse what he did. But that didn't have to happen. Supposedly these cops are big tough guys that are trained that would be able to take down a suspect. No, felony assault does not render a death penalty. A case could be made that his Fourth Amendment rights were violated. Yeah, mono, I know, I know. And to all the right-wingers that suck cop cock, explain to me, how much money is enough for you? How much money do you have to pay out in all these wrongful death suits? Go look up how much money your municipality that you are sitting in right now has paid out in wrongful death suits because of cop negligence. Not just wrongful death suits, excessive force suits. I know for a fact my my city has paid out millions, if not a hundred million, over just the last ten years. I don't think the officer has been identified. They are on paid leave, of course. Let me gather my thoughts and we'll move on. We'll do this queen story here. I gotta... I gotta get more high. mother indeed they came from Chile for a better life and they are killed by our government hey all you right wingers that say you're fighting tyranny this is tyranny Harry Reid has died oh shit the former Senate Majority Leader. Also, uh, John Madden died. That was breaking uh, as we were coming on. Harry Reid, former Senate Leader, dead at 82. A direct dogged figure who converted the lessons of a Hard Scrabble Child. What the fuck kind of story is this? He was indeed a former boxer. He was a Nevada Democrat. Reed, who was the longest serving senator in Nevada's history, 
had been battling pancreatic cancer. Republicans and Democrats will reflect fondly on his tenacity, said Missouri Democratic Senator Claire, Miscas- Claire McCaskill time of his retirement. Harry Mason Reed was born in a town he would characterize. This was already pre-written. I had this ready to go for him. Pepperonis? Oh. The cross. Oh, shit. I love me some pepperoni cocks. All right. Shocking video shows a crossbow-wielding man threatening to assassinate the queen in revenge... For the 1919 Armistar Massacre. Am I even saying that right? As 19-year-old who scaled Windsor Castle fence is sectioned. I don't even understand this headline. This is coming to us from the Daily Mail. But it shows crossbow-wielding figure threatening to assassinate the queen... It is understood to be the 19-year-old male suspect from Southampton in the video. The armed intruder was arrested in the grounds of Windsor Castle on Christmas Day. The suspect, who was carrying a crossbow, was sectioned under Mental Health Act. Security were alerted to his presence when the alarm was triggered around 8.30 a.m. Apparently his name was Jaswant Singh Chow. Shocking video showing a crossbow-wielding man threatening to assassinate the Queen in revenge for the 1919 Armistar Massacre has emerged after a 19-year-old who scaled the Windsor Castle's spiked fence was sectioned. Footage was obtained by The Sun. Do we have the footage here? That's That's a still from the footage. Go to The Sun article here. This appears to be the video. Superintendent Rebecca Mears says an investigation is now ongoing following this incident. Well, this isn't a, this happened in another country. Of course, they didn't shoot him dead. And he's getting mental health treatment. And we are working with colleagues from the Metropolitan Police. The man has been arrested on suspicion of breach or trespass of a protected site. Well, this looks to just be a news hit. Let's see the video of it. In custody at this time. She goes on to say we can confirm security processes were triggered within moments of the man entering the grounds and he did not enter any buildings. Members of the royal family have been informed. Where's, where is this video? The dad of the suspect says something has gone horribly wrong. Dad of a teen suspect of, uh, of a teen suspected of scaling Windsor Castle, armed with a crossbow, today said something's gone horribly wrong with his son. Yeah, keep saying chilling footage. I want to see the chilling footage. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Com- completely uh, uh, missed the big fucking play button at the top of the at the top of the fucking story. That's my bad. I'm not high enough for this shit. 
Yes, thank you, Warlord. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what I've done and what I will do. I will attempt to assassinate Elizabeth, Queen of the Royal Family. This is revenge for those who have died in the 1919 Jalil and massacre. Okay, my American ass doesn't even know what he's fucking talking about. Fucking learn some history here. I'm gonna butcher it. The Jalinwala Bog Massacre, also known as the Armistar Massacre took place on the 13th of April, 1919. A large but peaceful crowd had gathered at the Jalawana Bog in Amistar, Punjab to protest against the arrest of pro-Indian independence leaders Dr. Safudin Kichlu and Dr. Satya Paul. In response to the public gathering, the British surrounded the Ba with his soldiers, the Jolly the Jollywala Bog, not Bog, I guess, Bog, Bog, could only be exited on one side, as its other three sides were enclosed by buildings. After blocking the exit with his troops. Uh, this is Brigadier Gener- General R.E.H. Dyer for the British. Blocking the exit with his troops, he ordered them to shoot at the crowd, continuing to fire even as the protesters tried to flee. The troops kept on firing until their ammunition was exhausted. Estimates of those killed vary between 379 and 1,500 plus people. Over 1,200 other people were injured, of whom 192 were seriously injured. Responses polarized both the British and Indian peoples. Eminent author Rudyard Kipling declared at the time that Dyer did his duty as he saw it. Rudyard Kipling was a piece of shit. This incident shocked (laughs) Rabindranath Tagore, an Indian polymath and the first Asian Nobel laureate, to such an extent that he renounced his knighthood. Apparently this guy was a Sikh that was trying to seek revenge for that massacre. This is revenge. I will say he looks fucking badass. Uh, is that a hockey mask? Is it a Guy Fox mask? You can't really tell. For those who have died in the 1919 Jolly and Violet Massacre. Shorter revenge for those who have been killed, humiliated, and discriminated when we deserve this. I'm an Indian Sikh, a Sith. My name was Jadon Singh Chil. My name is Darth Jalus.
I mean, it almost could have been the queen's fault. I don't think she'd been born yet, though. Just barely. That looked like footage that he recorded himself. I didn't know if he was, like, speaking into some kind of, like, video conference thing at the front door, talking about what he was going to come in and do. Uh, the father said we'd not had the chance to speak to him, but are trying to get him the help he needs. From our perspective, we're going through a difficult time. We are trying to resolve this issue, and it's not easy. Jasbir's son, Jasbir's son, uh, who allegedly grew up in a half a million pound semi-detached house located on a private estate, is believed to have sent the video of him posing with a crossbow to his friends on Snapchat 24 minutes before armed officers pounced him on Christmas morning. He was 500 meters from the Queen's private apartments inside the castle grounds. Chal, known as Joss, was arrested while allegedly armed with a crossbow after scaling a spiked fence with a rope ladder. At least he gets the chance to get some help. Unlike here in this country. Now, um, moving from this story to a story that loosely involves the queen, or at least a prince. The judge in the Maxwell trial is asking the jury to work overtime. Jury weighing the fate of Ghislaine Maxwell's fate said Tuesday they were making progress at the end of the fourth full day of deliberations at the closely watched sex trafficking trial where a judge expressed concern New York City's coronavirus surge could derail proceedings. I I have been warning you guys. Don't be surprised if she walks. Now, this is a federal trial, so there's not, like, actual footage from inside the courtroom. There is just interpretations of what people saw. Because they do allow reporters in. And from the interpretations I've read, the prosecution did not do a very good job. Yes. It's almost like they bungled it on purpose. I hate to be a conspiracy theorist. From the accounts I've read, it seems like the prosecution was completely inept. But once again, this was a federal trial. I don't know. I'm just telling you some of the reporting that I've read. Judge Allison J. Nathan granted jurors' request to leave at 5 p.m. an hour earlier than planned, but told them they were expected to work toward a verdict for the rest of the week if needed. Earlier Tuesday, Nathan told lawyers out of the presence of the jury that the astronomical spike in the number of coronavirus cases necessitated jurors working longer hours. We now face a high and escalating risk that jurors and trial participants may need to quarantine. We are simply in a different place regarding the pandemic than we were a week ago. In her explanation to the lawyers, Nathan voiced what had largely gone unmentioned in her previous request to get the jury to work overtime, the fear that sickened jurors could force a mistrial. Are they not completely sequestered, though? They should be inside a bubble. 
Or I guess it's just so prevalent right now in New York that, that there is no fucking bubble. Their explanation to the lawyers, Nathan voiced, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I already read that part. During the first week of deliberations, the jury stopped at 5 p.m., but Nathan told jurors late Monday they should be prepared to stay until at least 6 p.m. moving forward. Despite that, the judge agreed to release them early after they assured her in a note, our deliberations are moving along and we are making progress. The jury had told lawyers she was, uh, the judge had told lawyers she was considering informing jurors she would require deliberations every day, including the New Year's, uh, New Year's weekend if necessary, until they reach a verdict. But after defense lawyers pushed back, she chose Tuesday to not tell jurors that weekend deliberations were a possibility. I'm kind of surprised that they didn't let them have the whole week off. But then again, this is a very high-profile case. Fueled by the Omicron variant, coronavirus cases in the city have rocketed from an average of about 3,400 a day in the week that ended December 12th to 22,000 in the week that ended on Sunday. Laura Menninger, a defense lawyer, told Nathan on Monday that any suggestion that the jury stay later is beginning to sound like urging them to hurry up. And that would be my worry, too. That that would give a reason for appeal. That the judge hurried the jury. So this is this is a very sticky situation. I understand her concern about the rising cases, though. So let's get into the rising cases. The CDC is slashing the estimate of Omicron's prevalence in the country. So they had actually estimated that, what was it, 76% of all cases were Omicron. They've now cut that. The Omicron variant of COVID-19 represented a much smaller proportion of cases during the week that ended December 18th than previously estimated. Sounds a little worrying to me that Delta is still circulating around there because, like, it kind of seemed like Delta was dying out and that this was going to replace it, and that might have been a good thing for us. Even though the Delta variant appeared to be the primary strain for most of December, Omicron still represent a, represents a majority of cases right now, 58.6% according to the CDC's latest estimates. The CDC originally forecast last week that the Omicron strain represented 73% of cases. I'm sorry, I was a little off there. That has since been revised down to 22%. Oh, you're making a joke. I thought you were I thought you were phonetically correcting me. And I was like, I think I had that right. And that's one of the and that's one of the things is like I've been sick this fucking week, but I don't really want to complain about it because all of my friends have fucking COVID. My best friend can't taste a goddamn thing right now. He got him some beer and he he got the cheapest he could get. And he's like, I'm just gonna pound it. Doesn't make any difference. Omicron accounted for 58.6% of the cases for the week that ended December the 25th. The drastic data change is due to the fact that the CDC knew Omicron was spreading quickly, but it ultimately discovered fewer Omicron cases after more data came in. 
CDC's initial estimates of Omicron prevalence were way off, but the rising caseloads and new data still suggest this variant is driving the uh, the current outbreak in the country. Oh, a plague for our sins. I've taken so many shouts. My neighbors are probably just like, I wish he would quit hacking and coughing in the middle of the night and taking five showers in the middle of the night. When I, what was it, Sunday night? I got off here and I watched Dexter Curb Your Enthusiasm. I watched Wrestling from Saturday and I watched the two Sunny episodes that I hadn't seen. Like, Sunday night was my TV night, and I was like, I, re- I haven't been high, really, because I haven't been able to smoke. I really want to get high. I'm like, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to hit this bong like I normally would. Bad idea. Bad fucking idea. I had, to, I, I had to pause in the middle of Dexter. I had to go take a shower and just sit in the shower. Ah! 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 Struggling to breathe is indeed the worst. And that's the thing is like, it's not that bad for me. Like I'm having no other symptoms, nothing. Like I'm not having headaches, fever, anything like that. It's just, and I, cause that's, I think mine is the weather change. Like my fucking door is open. It's December 28th. My door is wide open and I'm still sitting here sweating my balls off. So it's just been the weird weather going back and forth that I think gave me the crud. But I, I, I don't want to complain about it because all my friends have COVID. Sparkles, her entire office has COVID right now. I don't know if I should let her come over for the for the freak show on Friday. Because she has indeed been around people who are COVID positive. Because apparently we just don't care in this country anymore and everybody can go to work still. None of this half-assed Omicron. See, that's what I, um... I'm pretty sure that Sparkles gave it to me in September. But she tested negative. That's the thing. She she thinks she doesn't have it, but my God. I mean, if I was to describe it to you, it's the exact way everybody describes COVID. It was just one day of pure fucking hell. And then, like... You know, it was. It took like two weeks to actually recover from that one day of just being horrible, and it came on incredibly fast. And it was just it like mucus. Just my body was mucus, and that's the way people describe COVID. So I, I think I had it. And if I, if I had the Delta variant in September, on top of being double vaccinated, you know, fully vaccinated. It provides you with pretty good protection. I will just now be in the... My second shot was on June the 2nd. I was going to go get a booster last week, but I was like, ooh, hasn't been quite six months yet. Let me go ahead and I'll wait out the six months. I'm out of the the range for men having the heart issues, but still, I'm, 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 I'm out of the range, but just barely. I figure better safe than sorry. I'll wait the full six months before I go get the booster. So I'll go get a booster next week. 
Oh my god, you took a CPR class and you were only one of three people wearing a mask. And I mean, if you're around people that are maskless, even if you're masked up, even if you got an N95 mask on, if you're if you're like in an area for like seven hours straight with the same people, you're you're gonna catch it. It's a veritable free-for-all where, like, most of us live right now. And I and that's the We're going to talk about the soft lockdowns coming up here. And why this is such a fucking shitty thing to do to workers. U.S. move to shorten COVID-19 isolation stirs confusion and doubt. U.S. health officials' decision to shorten the recommended COVID-19 isolation and quarantine period from 10 days to 5. They just shortened it from 14 to 10 not that long ago is drawing criticism from some medical experts and could create more confusion and fear among Americans. To to the dismay of some authorities, the new guidelines allow people to leave isolation without getting tested to see if they are still infectious. What the fuck? Also got like the fucking... I don't know how WWE is going to continue. It, It seems like there has been a major outbreak. They have pulled Roman Reigns, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, Seth Rollins, like... I. Apparently, a bunch of the executives weren't at Raw. There's the same things going on in all the other sports leagues. Guidance is raised. And, and WWE quit testing. Quit testing their wrestlers. Just days ago. The guidance has raised some questions about how it was crafted and why it was changed now. In the middle of another wintertime spike in cases, this one driven largely by the highly contagious Omicron variant. Monday's action by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention cut in half the recommended isolation time for Americans who are infected with the coronavirus but have no symptoms. The CDC similarly shortened the amount of time people who have come into uh, close contact with an infected person need to quarantine. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, we, we saw just story upon story of all these Christmas parties causing these mass outbreaks. Even if it's milder, you're still going to see death surge. Now, why why would the CDC change the guidelines? Let's hear it from the man himself. Here is Dr. Anthony Fauci. I should I should it sounded like I was I was praising him as the man. I was not. Let's begin with these new CDC but also, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't work for the CDC, so I shouldn't say that he's the man responsible for the new guidelines by the CDC. Guidelines. Uh, why is the CDC now changing these uh, recommended uh, isolation times for people who test positive for the I'm virus? pretty sure he's going to say the word, yes. Symptoms. I guess, I guess the simple question is, why now? Well, the reason is that with the, with the sheer volume of new cases that we are having and that we expect to continue with Omicron, one of the things we want to be careful of is that we don't have so many people out. I mean, obviously, if you have symptoms, you should not be out. But if you are asymptomatic and you are infected, we want to get people back to the jobs, particularly those with a... Damn, I was on a roll. Fuck. <laughs> Thank you, Stark Raving. 
It's uh, I was blowing my nose. I didn't want you guys to have to hear that. There he said it. There he said it. You plebes, get back to work. That's what this is all about. You slaves have a job to do. Go flip those burgers. What? <laughs> you see, you can hear me. You can hear me breathe. And my, my, my noise gate was stopping you from hearing me. Hold on, let me turn that filter off. It's insane. I know. I know. I should have got some Musinex. I ordered groceries on Monday and I got Vicks Vapor Rub. I should have got the Musinex. I quit smoking six, seven years ago now. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Essential jobs to keep society running smoothly. So I think that was a very prudent and good choice on the part of the CDC, which we spent a considerable amount of time discussing, namely getting people back in half the time than they would have been out so that they can get back to the workplace Mutant so they can get back to the workplace. Let's talk about the workplace, shall we? That's exactly where I'd like to go to next. This is what's called soft lockdowns. That's what we are experiencing right now. Omicron is pushing America into soft lockdown. Nobody wants to mandate business closures, but so many people are getting sick that businesses are closing anyway. I do not see a scenario for any kind of shutdown, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio declared this week. Parts of New York were, in fact, shutting down all around him. Broadway canceled show after show. Restaurants closed their kitchens. De Blasio's successor, Eric Adams, who will take office on January the 1st, nixed his inauguration gala. There has been no March 2020-style universal shutdown, but New York is not back anymore, baby. For Brent Young, who runs a butcher shop and two restaurants in Brooklyn, it began last week when one by one staff members tested positive. It's more or less decimated our workforce, he says. One of his restaurants had been booked solid with parties for a week. The holidays are one of the busiest times of the year for restaurants, but people started canceling those plans too. At this point, it's not worth trying to stay open. So hey, all you anti-lockdown right-wingers, let me tell you what's going to happen. People are fucked. The workers of this country are fucked. The small businesses of this country are fucked. Without government supports, uh, uh, rent and mortgage moratoriums, without paying people to stay home, Nina Turner tweeted it out, $2,000 survival checks a month are still a great idea. You goddamn right they are. And I'm trying to put it in terms they understand. I'm trying to put it in terms, like they want economic terms. 
So I'm going to give them economic terms. What they're doing is on behalf of major corporations who are going to clean up through this, like they already have over the last two years. A voluntary suspension of activity, a soft lockdown, essentially, will help dampen transmission of the coronavirus. This happened all over the country in spring of 2020 when people began staying home before the official stay-at-home orders came down. See, that's the thing, though. A lot of people can't afford to stay home because they got to go work meaningless jobs. There's no reason some dude needs to go fucking work at McDonald's flipping burgers right now. There is no reason uh, fucking a lot of these shops need to be open. Predicting how humans behave has been one of the biggest challenges of the pandemic. It's easier to look at the impact of official policies that have start and end dates like last year's school or business closures. Now the shutdowns are much more of a patchwork with some businesses closing and some events canceled. Whatever the effect of a soft lockdown on the spread of Omicron... It will affect the economy, too. Even if customers remain willing to go out, businesses will have to close when too many employees end up sick or get stuck in quarantine. Why the NHL canceled its games through Christmas and why several museums in London have closed their doors. Shortening isolation periods in light of Omicron might help minimize these disruptions. The UK is now allowing sick people to test out of isolation at day 7, and the US is considering a shorter period for vaccinated people with breakthrough cases which is now five days. A soft lockdown, businesses are also on their own. Last spring, stay-at-home orders came with unemployment assistance and emergency loans. None of that is coming this time. You're on your own. How do I know? Joe Biden said it fucking today. Now, the right has latched on to this, but for a completely different reason than what... uh. I'm upset about here. South Dakota Governor Christy Noem calls on Biden to rescind all mandates after he claims there is no federal solution to the pandemic. Sorry here, I was going to say hi to whoever... Hey! Masar. Hello. I was trying to pull up my Twitch over here so I could could find out your name and give you a shout-out. Hello! South Dakota governor calls on Biden to rescind all mandates after he claims there is no federal solution to the pandemic. This is the clip right here. There is no federal solution. This gets solved at a state level. As with... As per usual with right-wing media, they just cut a small section of the clip. You don't get any context, but we all get the point. After a year, we finally agree. POTUS, the federal government, isn't the solution. That's why, from the start, South Dakota took a different approach by trusting our citizens to be responsible and make the right decisions for themselves and their families. Now rescind all the federal mandates, Noam tweeted on Tuesday. South Dakota has had a very high case and death rate. 
South Dakota governor had previously criticized Biden over his dire comments ahead of Christmas that told unvaccinated Americans they would be looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. I don't know why the facts don't care about your feelings, people. Get their feelings hurt whenever they hear some fucking facts. Christy Dump's like, oh, severe illness and death? Really, Mr. President? America needs hope and leadership from Biden. Uh, No one cares about South Dakota. We should give it back to the Lakota tribe. That would be a fantastic idea if you ask me. But hey, what do I know? Do you think the Biden administration is actually uh, going to take Gnome's advice? No. The Pentagon is actually going on offense versus the GOP on the vaccine mandates. After a cascade of Republican lawmakers to push back over a COVID-19 vaccine mandate for service members, the issue quickly snowballed since early last month when Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt tipped off the battle over who calls the shots in enforcing the requirement for National Guardsmen. Now, with Texas becoming the seventh state to declare they will not impose the mandate on their National Guard, the Pentagon is grappling with how to make sure its mandate is followed and how to prevent further states from piling on and resisting. It is the National Guard. They are commanded by the feds, not the states. We're going to make an active effort here to try to tell other states not to express their concerns. So I don't know uh, plans to proactively reach out to governors on this. Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby told The Hill when asked whether Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin planned to contact governors he think might follow suit. The only thing I would say is what I've said before. The vaccine is a valid military readiness requirement. It remains such. Yeah, it's kind of hard to be ready in the military, as if they need to be ready. Fuck the military. But it's kind of hard to have military readiness when they're all sick with COVID. Biden administration's vaccine mandate has become a hot button issue in the military since Austin announced in late August that it would be applied to all defense personnel. The Pentagon chief allowed each military service to set its own deadlines for compliance with most falling on dates in November and December and the furthest out belonging to the Army National Guard and Reserves June 30th cutoff. Good Lord. Republican lawmakers have repeatedly called for the department to rescind the requirement, arguing or backing a range of claims, including Stitt's stance that the mandate is unconstitutional and will hurt national security. I hate to tell and these they know this. They know this. The courts have repeatedly ruled that vaccine mandates are constitutional. There is a mountain of precedent to back that up. They're not dumb. They're evil. Meanwhile, while several Republican governors were... Sure seems like... That's not the right story. I would, I would like to point out this is a clip from my show the other day where we talked about anti-mask and anti-vaccine sentiment as being astroturfed by billionaires like the Cokes and the Mercers. Goes right along with this. Fuck was the story I was looking for? Oh, 
While several GOP governors are bashing Biden, Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson is actually praising him. God, good God damn, how do I keep, how do I keep doing that? I swear to fucking God. The fuck? I think something is up with my, like, clipboard. Because, like, this happens to me all the time that I think I copied one thing and then it didn't do it. Happens to me, like, inside Photoshop and shit and it pisses me off so bad. I think there's, like, some kind of issue when Windows updated. But I don't know for sure. This is Governor Asa Hutchinson, Republican from Arkansas, praising Joe Biden. for being here. Yesterday, you said the federal government was Glad helping your state you. secure more monoclonal antibodies. You mentioned the pressure on the testing supply. Uh, let's talk about the challenges that are still ahead. And Now, apparently, only one type of the monoclonal antibodies even work with the Omicron strain. Whether the administration is doing enough to address the challenges, particularly in your state. Well, the public needs to understand that Uh, During this uh, difficult time, uh, the governors and the administration, we have to work closely together. And that was the most significant. Tell that to your colleagues. Tell that to your colleagues. Thing about the uh, meeting with the president yesterday with the governors, uh, with the administration. States with the most cases per capita. It's all red states. uh, What the governor's needs are flexibility, as uh, the president indicated. Many of the solutions have to be state-oriented. Secondly, we need the support from the federal government in terms of the supply chain. Whenever we have a shortage of uh, monoclonal antibodies or other therapeutics, it's, a, it's the federal government that helps us to get that supply. Uh, mm-hmm. Testing is... It's the rich people that get to use monoclonal antibodies. It's not the people that are being forced to go to work right now that get access to that. The federal solutions and the president's goal of 500 million uh, rapid tests that are available. That, but we have those uh, available in our supply chain at the state level, so we can put them in libraries and make them available uh, more readily to our citizens. And then, uh, you know, it is the uh, consistent message that is important. I applaud the president. While we disagree on some strategy issues, I do appreciate him depoliticizing uh, this effort. Depoliticizing this effort. This is a Republican governor saying that Joe Biden is depoliticizing this effort. So if Joe Biden is depoliticizing this effort, what is what is Governor Christy Nome doing? What is Governor Kevin Stitt doing? Sounds like uh, they are politicizing it. Uh, we're all in this together, and it doesn't make any difference of your partisan stripe. Uh, Let's get the vaccinations out, and there's a greater cohesiveness about the importance of vaccinations now than ever before. I want to ask you about that. Yeah, 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 fucking the White House and Trump are sucking each other off now. Some shit's going on. And my... We're going to talk about, when we get to January 6th here in a little bit, we're going to talk about how the White House changed their stance on something in regards to Trump. It's just flipping me the fuck out. Now, like, Trump and Biden are buddies or some shit now. Chet's military suits. I'll tell you what I got for fucking Friday. There is a African pastor that says he went down to uh, uh, a closed room in hell and fought Satan. 
and won like the International Spiritual Wrestling Championship. He's got a belt and everything. That's something I got for fucking Friday. I can't wait to get into that. But yeah, drop that Chech military shooting down Santa on me. I'm totally down with that. <laughs> I fucking that is far more interesting than anything that WWE has put on TV. Why you got to put it there? Why didn't you put it in the Discord? Put it somewhere where I can get back to it easily. Thank you, Warlord. I love you, buddy. Love you, man. You had a Merry Christmas. I don't know what I was going off on. I'm not high enough for this shit. Ask about the CDC's new guidance on quarantine and isolation times. Did you get a heads up about that? And, and how will it impact your state? What is your health department's take on it? What does it mean for Arkansas? Post it everywhere. Well, first of all, it's great news, and we raised that issue. I believe it was uh, another governor that specifically raised the issue of needing to shorten the quarantine time. Mm -hmm. Particularly, we did it for our hospital workers. It needs to be more broadly for the workers. It was later that day that CDC issued the guidelines, uh, the revised... Why? All All you're telling me is that you feel people need to get back to work. But what about their safety? That's my question. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Guidelines. And so, one, they're responsive. They listened to us, and they did indicate that they're working on that. Hopefully that accelerated as a result of that conversation. But it's... Uh, We're going to be making an announcement later as to how we're going to address that in Arkansas. We uh, accept uh, the CDC recommendations because uh, the greatest time of spread of the coronavirus, the risk, is in the first five days. But we also have to minimize the time of students being out of the classroom, the time for mm-hmm. our workers uh, not being able to uh, participate in, in providing for their family or moving their economy forward. And what the president has signaled, and which we've advocated for, is that we know the solutions, vaccinations, uh, testing. Yes, Justin is dying on stream. Uh, we've got to concentrate on managing our way through it. It's not a time for shutdowns. It's not a time uh, for repressive measures. Let's work our way through it and all survive together to uh, keep our economy. Wait a minute. Isn't it exactly the time for repressive measures to contain the spread? What the fuck are you... ...me going at the same time addressing the urgent need... Uh, of our workforce uh, and our increased vaccinations. And it's okay if you lose your taste for months. Ask you about vaccinations. Roughly 30% of uh, Arkansas's fully vaccinated adults have gotten a booster shot. Experts say that is especially important uh, that older folks, those at high risk, get boosted. What are you doing to get those numbers up? Well, uh, I agree totally. It's critical that we not only get the early shots, but the booster is important. Uh, particularly for the elderly population most at risk. And those numbers are going up consistently in Arkansas. We have to accelerate that. And today uh, in Arkansas, we have a uh, large number of new cases. 
He didn't even stop. He came, walked right across my desk. He's over there in the window now. He didn't even stop, say, hey. He didn't, like, rub up on me. He didn't let me pet him for a second. Like, he just wanted to show me his ass and walk away. What, a, what an asshole. We've got an increase in hospitalizations. And as the public sees this, they become increasingly aware. And we educate them on the importance of the booster, but also trying to increase those that start uh, the vaccination sequence. Uh, we yeah. have uh, over 50% of our population uh, that's been. Hey, Maynard, you're right there. He's under my other chair. I, w- I will have my gaming chair back. I, uh, I have broke a brace on it. I know what I need to do to fix it. I just, I've been lazy. I haven't wanted to break out the power tools and drill holes and put screws and shit. I just cleaned my kitchen for the first time since like before Christmas today. Who's getting impaled? What? How would I get impaled? I'm pretty handy with, with tools, you know? This actually, Sparkle's got a bed, and I went over and helped her put it together, and when she realized that, like, I actually knew what I was doing, it surprised her, and I was like, you, you knew I did AV installs. You knew I was on, like, construction sites and shit, running wires through ceilings and stuff. When I worked for Olin Mills, anytime they had to replace equipment, they would send me to work at the studio that needed the equipment replaced to do the... That was really weird. That's the second time that's happened to me, and I didn't do anything that, like, I would have thought would do that. It turned my... If you like, the... The color of my face changed. It turned my uh, nightlight on my computer off. Because <laughs> I had it you know, set to be like a um, tungsten color instead of fluorescent. That's why I look like fucking wild now. Seriously, Windows did that update a week ago or something. And shit ain't been right on my computer since. Fuck you, Windows. Watch producer Dave stumble in here and be like, need to get on Linux. I would run Linux if I didn't have to, you know, I work for a lot of companies where I have, I have to be on Slack. I have to be on Asana. I have to be on fucking Zoho. I have to be on fucking all these different platforms. Fuck, what is going on with my computer? I don't know. The fucking hard drive might get reformatted this weekend. You start acting like that, I'll fuck you up, dude. We'll just wipe you and start again. I have all my shit on a on both an external drive and a internal 10 gigabyte drive. My actual drive that my OS is running off of can be just reformatted and put right back into use. You're gonna get it, computer. 
Apparently, apparently, I got to fix my chair. Got to fix my computer this weekend. Fuck me. I was gonna do like a best of the year of the Troll Patrol on Saturday, but. Then I thought I had some kind of weird interference in, in, in my audio, but it's raining outside. That's what I'm hearing. Like, I got fucking static. Nothing's going my way. I got hair in my eyes. Fucking Asa Hutchinson is just like a fucking... I'm sorry. I won't take. I won't take a shot at his looks. Cursed indeed, and I can't get high. Fuck. Should have done my show from the laptop. Been out on the patio while it was raining. That would have been nice. We need to, we need to do patio patrols sometime. I try. I try to get sparkles. We'll get us a little kiddie pool. We'll put it out there on the on the patio. We'll do a. We'll do our own hot tub stream. Iran nuclear talks resume with Tehran focused on sanction relief. Indirect talks between Iran and the United States are uh, on salvaging the 2015 Iran nuclear deal resumed on Monday with Tehran focused on one side of the original bargain, lifting sanctions against it despite scant progress on reigning in its atomic activities. The seventh round of talks, the first under Iran's new hardline president, Abraham Razi, ended ten days ago after adding some new Iranian demands to a working text. Western powers said progress was too slow, and negotiators had weeks, not months. I seriously don't know what's going on. I don't know what's 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 happening with my computer right now. Shit's going haywire. I'm 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 sorry. I I probably should tend to this. Since shit's just doing weird shit. Fuck me. I do. I, computer problems are not what I need right now, but hey, like. I have a custom rig, so it's not like, like. Only one thing can go out on me, right? Like. I replace the motherboard or replace the. Whatever. Reformat my drive. It's only going to be one thing. Like, I have to buy a whole new computer. But still. Very annoying. You might look at my hair is all frizzy, and I'm sweating like a motherfucker. I don't like any of this shit. All right, guys. I'm sorry to cut it short, but I don't. My computer is being weird, so I'm going to. Try to diagnose the issue and see what's up. Um, I'm going to send you over, if you're watching on Twitch, I'm going to send you over to Poly People. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. God, I don't even know. Like It looked like it froze on me. 
Like all kinds of shit's going on here. I'm I'm sorry guys, so Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I am Justin Freakin. Hopefully I'll see you tomorrow. If I don't die of COVID or, you know, my computer dies of COVID. Or somebody dies of COVID. Yeah, peace out.